everybody, welcome to another edition of Sex and Other Human Activities. I'm Sarah Benincasa. That's Marcus Parks. Hi, Sarah. How you doing? Good to see you. Good to see you, too. I've been hanging out a lot this week at uh, Book Expo America, which is like the biggest publishing event, I think, in the world, besides maybe the Frankfurt Book Fair, I think. And um, so it's the biggest one in the United States, and it's annual, and it's crazy. Like, you might meet so many authors, and I've been doing lots and lots of interviews with author, authors and oh my god I'm so tired but I got to meet Ice-T today which was fun are you serious? I did I got his autograph and I interviewed him for a different freelance project that I'm doing and um, I didn't get to meet Coco though which made me really sad but um, I did ask him what his favorite book from childhood was and he was like oh man the cat in the hat <laughs> I like those crazy machines they had I was like Ice I like you. <laughs> and then I, he went on, and then I asked him, you know, about what um, what book had made him want to become a writer. And he just, like, went on this, like, very eloquent, measured, like, wonderful riff about, um, you know, about reading these different people and how he, early in, in his life and in his, in his career, he was too frightened to do a lot of things he wanted to do and how he, you know, didn't think he could ever be he never thought of uh, he didn't think of the possibilities uh, for what his life could become and it's pretty amazing when you think about now he's he's written an autobiography he just came out with a he's coming out with a novel called kings of vice you know he's been uh, a professional actor at least in part um and full-time pretty much since like at least 2000 when he got on law and order but since 91 correct and since 1991 when he started appearing in films and stuff and so he's um just a really interesting person so it was cool to meet him i wish i could have asked him about his sex life but uh that my other freelance project does not allow for that so i did i did not um how have you been doing i've been doing awesome that's awesome yeah 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 things are ramping up here with the uh cave comedy radio website launch we're launching on june 11th we're on schedule we're on track just checked out the final designs today it's gonna be great that's so fun and we're doing is it june 10th we're doing our big party we're doing june 11th on the big party and shit we're doing a big party on june 11th why did i think it was june 10th what the fuck is going on and recently i had my very first getting my number from a girl off the street whoa that's awesome and so random um what happened i was walking uh from the train this was in my neighborhood girl lives on my street well i'm walking down the sidewalk she almost walks out into traffic crossing bushwick avenue adorable she turns around she looks at me i look at her she She's amazingly hot. She's like this super cute girl. And we start talking about getting run over by cars. Uh, uh, which is, uh, you know, an aphrodisiac in the or- original Crash movie. <laughs> so, okay. Good. Yeah. I like it. I'm with you. I believe it. Uh-huh. And then we start talking about the end of the world because it was uh, May 22nd. It was right after that. We talked Yay. about hell camping. Talking about, see, that's that's how you got to do it. You talk about a shared experience first. Then you talk about world events. By the time I walked her to her door, she lives right across the street from me. By the time I walked her to her door had the number in hand mm-hmm. never done that before wow yeah she, awesome. yeah she was like hey uh, maybe i can throw some rocks at, or some pebbles at your window sometime like hey maybe i can fuck the shit out of you sometime <laughs> Wee! 
Well, the translation for that, the way humans speak about it is, hey, it's, well, maybe I could just call you, which yeah. you know means the same thing. But that's so nice and that's awesome, Mazel Tov, mm. fabulous. Well, let's. Uh, this is going to be a quick show, so let's get into our um, email. We got an email from a gal named Crystal who loves us, duh. Yeah. Um, because we're maze balls, and she uh, she wrote in that a good friend of mine is a lesbian. She told me a few times that she has a crush on me for a while, and and that's flattering, but I'm straight and I'm married, and I'm not interested. I've been very clear about that. She's really not my type. I love the dick. Um, She broke up with a girlfriend about a year ago, and since then she's been very dependent on our friendship. Over the past few months, she's been getting more physically aggressive toward me and other female friends, and some of the friends have told me... Um, er, that they have told her uh, over and over that they're not interested and she's making them uncomfortable with the touching and the grabbing and she still doesn't get it and she laughs it off. People avoid hanging out with her because they don't know how to make her stop. Um, uh, Crystal says her possessive body language is weird. She's very like ownershipy around me. I really don't like it. I've tried to change my, my body language. I've said straight out to her I'm not interested. Uh, I don't I have no idea how to tell this chick to back off without being totally offensive. Tell her back the fuck off you psychotic horny dyke bitch <laughs> seriously crystal you're not like this girl is I'm at, what you're doing is you're treating this chick as if as if you had a black friend who showed up and every time your black friend hung out with you your black friend punched you in the face and you're like but i just i really don't want to you know it's really aggressive and i don't want to be critical because he's african-american and <laughs> his people have endured such a struggle and i look in his eyes and i see sojourner truth and i see all of the grandmothers and all the ancestors and also i'm white so i just feel weird you need to be like back the fuck off asshole it doesn't matter if she's black a lesbian or a dude imagine if a, a, a dude was doing this stuff getting all touchy-feely and shit uh, you gotta just be like back the fuck off look this dyke is crazy okay and I say dyke with affection I've eaten pussy so that makes it okay <laughs> and if you know, it doesn't make it okay if you're some PC piece of shit not you Crystal you're cool but if you're some politically correct piece of shit asshole listening to this and you're like Sir Benikaze can't say dyke that's our word or I just don't think that that's really acceptable fuck you fuck you right in your asshole like this fucking psychotic dyke is acting rapey yeah and when somebody acts rapey, you, you bust out. You bust out the old-fashioned Puritan shun. You say, you tell them to back the fuck off. And if they don't, you shun that person. You shut them out and freeze them out. You pretend they're dead. It's like some sort of Orthodox Jews sitting shiva for a daughter who marries a goy. Like just fuck. I hate your friend, and she's not your friend, by the way. She's a crazy rapist, and one day uh, she's going to lock you in a closet and finger bang you. (laughs) If you don't think that shit can happen, I had a friend who was, like, in... France when she was 18 in a hostel and these like lesbo girls pinned her down and tried to rape her and she had luckily she had a friend who heard a commotion came in and just like beat the shit out of these girls and it wasn't like sexy it was like a rapey because unwanted sexual contact is unwanted sexual contact Marcus your thoughts I have had I have a friend who went through this exact same thing like I'm talking exact uh, you know she was uh, friends with this girl. This girl broke up with uh, her girlfriend and just, I mean, she just went insane, went nuts, started hitting on her, started uh, doing the unwanted touchy-feely stuff and she took, you know, she didn't even have to get your advice. She just shunned her. Just cut her completely out of her fucking life and told her, listen, whenever you get your shit together and whenever we can hang out as friends without you trying to stick your fucking fingers in my gooch. (laughs) 
then you know give me a call but until then see you later good for her man she sounds like a good strong woman like i don't think that you know that uh crystal i don't think that you should cut this woman out of your life for the rest of your life like not goodbye forever but i think definitely a give me a call whenever you got your shit together is in order yeah put her in the timeout chair like i I think that's a absolutely an awesome idea marcus like you know and uh, you, I have the. You've got other friends, Crystal. Like I know this because you've you you said it, and in, in, you have a group of mutual friends with this chick. And uh, hang out with those friends instead. Yeah. And, and 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 try and make a few new friends here. There. I mean, you sound like a well-adjusted, healthy individual. Who and I was like, you know, kind of joshing you before, but uh, you know, we are a good person. You don't want to insult this young woman. Probably she's had some shit go on in her life, and and, and you feel kind of sympathetic for that. You feel bad about it. You don't want her feelings but you know we've all had shit go on in our lives everybody gets oppressed at some point one way or another in ways small and or large and just because this this woman this rapey creep happens to be uh you know a lesbian who went through probably a bad breakup about a year ago you can't you can't let her act like this you just you can't you, you know she can act like this all she wants but you need to just say look i'm not talking to you man like get away from me you're grossing my shit out and you're nasty well here's what i find ridiculous a fucking year ago really yeah seriously like she's still using that as an excuse a year ago no what happened is she, you know she broke up with a girlfriend she started getting a little touchy-feely. She liked it. No one told her to stop. Right. No one said no. So, I mean, it's like rewarding. It's I like Dominique Strauss-Kahn. <laughs> you have a dyke Dominique Strauss-Kahn, and you call her your friend, but you need to kick her off the Air France flight, <laughs> and you need to put her in Rikers. Exactly. And then on house arrest. He's he's right, by the way. He's two blocks away from my house. Yeah. He's wow. actually not even two blocks away. He's a block away from my house where he's like on house arrest. It's amazing. Anyway. That's great. It's pretty great. Yeah. I'm like, DSK, let's hang out and talk more. But, Crystal, this girl, she's using this shit for, as an excuse. She's obviously gone through some shit, but don't be too... There's a there's a point where you're over-sympathetic. Exactly. You know, and that shit is... It's not only dangerous, but it's annoying. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're, you know, you're a, you're a nice girl and you want to do right by your friends and everything, but... Uh, it, the time is past for those sort of shenanigans at this point. Um, and by the way, you can uh, you can chat with us anytime you want to at uh, Sarah S A R A Sarah at sarahbenincasa.com. That's S A R A at S A R A B E N I N C A S A dot com. Um, I I want to say uh, that uh, of course you can also hang out with us on the Twitters. And uh, Marcus is at Twitter com slash Marcus Parks and I myself sees am at twitter.com slash Sarah J Benincasa. Also if you are um, in New York City for Internet Week Whatever the fuck that is, hmm. uh, I am doing a thing at it. Um, if if you want to come to the thing, and I'm going to tell you right now what the thing is because I'm going to look up the fucking thing. <laughs> I don't fucking know right now. I'm just in a bad mood because I'm so tired. And I know this is supposed to be about sex, but you know what? It's going to be about me right now. I have my period. Let's talk about that. Because oh. I'm a lady comic and everybody's all like, oh, girl, comics talk about their period. Well, you know what? I'm fucking going to right now. I didn't have, I haven't had my period in two months, okay? I think I'm pregnant every time a guy's cock gets, like, within a foot of me. Like, if you're, if we meet 
and you're wearing jeans and you're wearing clothes, okay, and you're a guy and you're not even erect and we're not even fucking, we just casually pass each other on the street, I'll take a pregnancy test. Like, that's how fucking freaked out I am. Oh, by the way, that panel is on Wednesday, June 8th at 2 p.m. Wednesday, June 8th at 2 p.m. Go to thecomicscomic.com for more information. Okay, anyway. I uh, I think I'm pregnant constantly. It's a Catholic thing because you're raised to believe that if you get pregnant out of wedlock, you'll go to hell and uh, your baby will die because it's awful. And if, God forbid, you get an abortion because you want to be able to have a life and not be attached to a goddamn parasite for the rest of your life, uh, then you are going to hell also. So either way, pregnancy bad, sex bad. And so... I always grew up being terrified of that, and I always think I'm pregnant, and then I didn't have my period for two months because I'm stressed out because the guy who I was uh, banging and who I like very much is leaving for Afghanistan, and uh, because I am moving to a new borough, aka Queens, and uh, because I was uh, I got a new job, and you know, there were some things going on, so I was stressed, so I didn't get my period for two months. Well, let me tell you something. When that shit builds up for 60 goddamn days, and then it gushes forth, it is a monster! I am being eaten from within by nature. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I haven't had sex in like three weeks. And I haven't been Oh, I haven't had sex in like three weeks. I Look haven't. at me. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I lost my fuck buddy this weekend. You did? Did uh, she die? She, oh, no. my God. Did she die? No, she got a girl or a boyfriend. Ew, why? I don't know. That's good because... Tell her uh, she's missing out and that she uh, needs to... Really take a serious look at her life. Yeah, I think she does. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're asking me, like I I really do think she does. You know, but you know what? As far as fuck buddies go, best one I ever had. How did the so how did Not the conversation s- go? Uh, it was Sorry to interrupt, but I'm just curious about how you made the transition. Was she like so BTW? No, 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 not at all. It's like we hadn't seen each other for a little while. I've been mm-hmm. pretty busy, and she got a new job, so, you know. Uh, and I sent her a text last night uh, that was, because, you know, I'm I'm feeling a little backed up myself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, last night, feeling a little uh, randy, text her. I was like, hey, does the arrangement still stand? <laughs> It's so like medieval. I love it. Yeah, do- it's rather courtly, Marcus. Doth the arrangement <laughs> still stand, my lady? And she was like, "Great, yes." <laughs> I just have to do shouty, awful English accents because that's what we specialize in for our British listeners, who we love so much. So much. Uh, but she sent me a very like it was very very nice. She was like, "I'm sorry, baby, but you know, I met someone, and it kind of got serious pretty fast." You know, I'm like, ah. I was like, you know, I was like, you know, I I was like, you know. What? It's fine. It was fun while it lasted. I'm happy for you, kinda. Yeah. And, and I was well, like, well, if it doesn't work said, out, you can just start fucking again. Whatever, oh, man. Yeah, you know, like who who knows what's gonna happen in the future? But but right now, yeah, I haven't gotten laid in three weeks. Give me a fucking break. Oh my god, we both haven't gotten laid in three weeks. I know. I'm bleeding. <laughs> and I mean, I'm tense. I'm t- real fucking tense, Benigasa. <laughs> I wanna die. <laughs> If we were in a tribe, I would be in, my rightful place would be in some fucking hut down by the river, <laughs> chanting some bullshit, like squatting over a hole while some lady like rubbed my brow, and you would just be like killing animals. Ah, uh, left and right. Which Put me on great. hunting duty, man. <laughs> I want to, no, see, I want to crawl into the hole to see if Charlie's in there. No, put me in the hole. Put me in the hole. Put Bring me in me the hole. Stick. Any hole. Any hole. <laughs> Put me in the hole, pour a bucket of water down there, I'll be fine. 
to shove some bamboo under my fingernails. I just want to feel something. <laughs> so that's why um, <laughs> we have a shorter edition. No, that's not why we have a shorter edition. We just have a little, a little scheduling snafu. As I have this this freelance job that I'm doing all the time now, which is uh, great, and I'm having a good time with it. But you know, it requires some. It's, it switches it up because I'm moving from just oh, I can lay around all day and masturbate whenever I want to, yeah. and then just sort of roll on over to uh, the creek in the cave at uh, creeklic.com where we record and uh, the website will be what will the website be called? cavecomedyradio.com it's coming June 11th we've got 12 shows on I'm so excited and I checked of course I knew it was on June 11th I'm just retizzled because right now bleeding yeah but yes, a yeah. June eleventh. Tell them before we go. Uh, tell the children about the uh, about the who's going to be on the show. Who oh else? man, it's going to be fucking great. We got a New York City crime report with Pat Dixon, which is uh, actually the reason why we have to cut this a little short is because we're doing a live episode of that tonight at oh, eight p.m. Oh, you are. That's awesome. That, yeah, that's why we got to cut it short. Yeah, because I got to oh, get I ready for that. Live. Thing. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, yeah. Live New York City crime report. It's going to be great. We're going to have fire. And smoke and violence and all kinds of great stuff. Kimda oh. from Keith and the Girls is going to be on it. Big oh, J. Cool. Okerson, Danny Solomon. Uh, we got other shows. We got, you know, Murder Fist is going to be doing a performance because we got a Murder Fist sketch show going. Hey. We're going to have, of course, me and you. Sex and other human activities. Uh-huh. We're going to have Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. Oh live. my gosh. Maybe I'll, maybe I could be a part of that too, maybe. Ooh, that would be awesome. Ben Kissel emailed me today and was like, I'm excited you're going to be part of the best podcast ever, except he <laughs> said it in funnier ways. Of course, yeah. Because I'm going to start sitting in with Marcus and Ben on that uh, oh, sometimes if not every time uh, sometimes oh, uh, so definitely listen to it. it's so good I listened to it while uh, I listened to the first three or f- three episodes wh- first three yeah while cleaning my house and packing for my move to Long Island City and um and I loved it. It's great. Ben Kissel, I mean, you obviously have a great radio voice, but Ben has a really great radio voice, too. One of the most natural radio personalities I've ever heard. You can uh, listen to, you can, so we're on iTunes, Abe Lincoln's Top Out, mm-hmm. uh, and another show I do with Ben Kissel, Last Podcast on the Left, oh. Horror Podcast. Such yeah. a great name. That's with uh, Henry Zabrowski of Murder Fist. There's a lot of uh, overlap in all these shows. We've got a really good community going here at Creek in the Cave. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's really fun, and I'm moving in right around the corner, specifically, pretty much, because of the creek in the cave. So you should um, come to go look at creeklic.com. Um, do we have, t- uh, I don't know what time it is. Oh, we got like 10 more minutes. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Well, then let me see if I can pull up here one of the very nice things that, uh, let's see, we got something from Reginald. Yeah. Reginald wrote, uh, I was told by a friend about your podcast and started listening. I wanted to say thank you. I love this show, the topics on sex, health, and everything else you guys want to talk about, but not trying to go long. Just a short note to say, I love your show, and you now have a fan. Looking forward to hearing more. Thanks again, Reginald. Dude, you're awesome. Fuck, Reginald, thank fuck you. yeah, Reggie. Got something from uh, Michael Johnson. Michael wanted to know, do you ever do shows in the Northwest? I live in Washington, and I'd love to see one of your live shows. I haven't. I would love to come to the Northwest. I would love to come with, go with Marcus to the Northwest. If someone feels like paying us to do that, that would be pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. And we got a follow-up from the, the gentleman who... Um, Gosh, we had a gentleman uh, who we will call, uh, oh, who was called Sean, who, uh, I don't know what we really call him. He says it's okay to call him Sean. He's a, a virgin in, in Jersey, attending community college, talking about how to meet girls and stuff. And he said, uh, thank you for the response on the podcast and for all the advice. Oh, and he wants to clarify that he likes Torchwood, but when he first started watching, Gwen Cooper bothered him. Gwen Cooper. 
Gwyn Koopa. Gwyn Koopa. Captain Jack Harkness. I was thinking about Billy Piper's teeth the other day. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about teeth, you can fucking go for Gwyn Cooper. I don't, I haven't, you know, I've downloaded Torchwood, but I haven't watched it yet. And I We're just, from the Torchwood Institute. <laughs> We're located in wheels. <laughs> You know what? I just realized. I feel like Daleks kind of have a, a weird Welsh accent, don't they? Oh man! Exterminate! I were, yeah, I thought you were doing yeah. like a Dalek. I thought you were doing like a weird bad impression of a Dalek, but actually no. you were doing a good impression of a lady. <laughs> I well, was really in Cardiff. In Cardiff. <laughs> Cardiff. Cardiff. Oh my God! Uh, that goddamn episode where. Ugh, where Billy Piper's like, I have so many teeth. What? What? And that she's a very beautiful girl. I've seen her since in TV. I think the teeth got fit. I don't know what happened with the teeth. Something happened. I don't know. Maybe it's just, I don't, whatever. I saw her on um, some show and she was really hot and whatever. I get it. But, um, but she, when that fucking goddamn Dalek was like, just fucking kill me. And the, oh, I can't talk about kill it. Kill me. It's so beautiful. Kill me. With like echo. What how the fuck? Do you say the first Eccleston? Eccleston? Eccleston. He's so hot. Yeah, I yeah. see. He needs to put it on this bitch. Um, let's see. Oh, here we got something from Lee. Hi, Sarah and Marcus. I found your podcast on episode four, the One Night Stands episode. Since then, I've become a massive fan. Massive. I've now managed to listen to all the shows, and I think that you and Marcus are great. Well, we are. Uh, correct. I am yet another British listener, not in my teens. We do have a strong teen fan base, but in my early thirties. Your English accents on the show are terrible. <laughs> well, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Kill me, Billy Piper, with your teeth. <laughs> your English accents are sure terrible. I reckon, reckon you have so many listeners here as your show is very unique. People in England usually get embarrassed when talking openly about sex, but oh, probably spend all uh, night uh, wanking. And then you put in parentheses jerking off so we would know what it was. Oh, I know what wanking oh, is. Oh, you. Like, whenever I think about British people trying to talk about having sex, just like, oh, it's, um, it's, uh, You picture Hugh Grant. Terribly cock. Oh, God. I just picture Mr. Bean. <laughs> eating my asshole out. That's ah. what I picture. People uh. in England usually embarrassed, blah, blah, blah. That's why you have so many British fans. We're all listening on our phones to your fascinating insights into the world of sex whilst... Sti- I love when they say whilst. It makes me feel like it's 1840. <laughs> whilst standing on a tube platform or in the pissing rain at a bus stop. Pissing rain is really good. I'm going to use that now. That's a good one. I like thus it. Thus brightening up our day. Keep up the good work. Bye from a big fan, Lee in London. Lee, you're fucking awesome, man. Uh, Sarah at sarahbenincasa.com to anybody else who wants to say hello, hellozies. And, um, oh, I, a big fun announcement. I'm very excited. Uh, I am going to be on one of my favorite podcasts, a podcast that helped me through a layoff-induced depression when my, um, when my radio show was canceled and which inspired me to start doing a podcast or an, another podcast, um, but like a, a steady weekly podcast with Marcus. I am going to be on a Jen Schwalbach and Kevin Smith's Plus One Per Diem podcast. Uh, you can it'll be archived online, but you can listen, I believe, live if you have the uh, the Stitcher app on your phone. And that is going to be Monday, June twenty seventh. I believe I will be on 
at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon East. I'm going to be oh, in yeah, L.A. So I'll be in L.A. for a few days. If anybody wants to hang out uh, or like book me on a show, Sarah at SarahBenacosta.com. Um, so I'm going to go over to to, uh, to Jen and Kevin's house and hang out with their animals and hang around with Jen in her pajamas and maybe have some sort of fruit or an orange juice <laughs> of some kind. And we're going to talk about like fucking and ladies and comedy and stuff. It's a gr- They have a great, great podcast. Uh, it's really wonderful. And the promo photo for their podcast is like just Jen naked, like, and you can almost see her ass and and facing away from the camera. But like, sick body this girl has. Oh my god! Could girl, you blow? I mean, could you blow on Kevin Smith's belly for me? I, it's, like, it's a, uh, it's such a smaller belly now. It's he has yeah. lost so much weight. If you look, if you go to smodcast.com, the promo pictures were they took within the past, I'd say like month, and he's been doing like oh, the reason I know this is because I listen to the podcast. He's been doing smart ones like Weight Watchers. I've been doing. Weight Watchers too because I was inspired by Kevin to do Weight Watchers. He's lost. The dude has lost like I'm going to ask him, but I think he's lost something like 80 pounds. Jesus, like, since well, over the past whole like Southwest Airlines thing, kind of. I think after a while, you know, I think he just sort of decided. He just and when he talks about it on the on the show, at least he's just like I just decided to start doing Weight Watchers, and um, yeah, he's lost like tons of weight. He's way tinier, but uh, they they have a. a got a pretty good network over there, Smodcast, but I believe Cave Comedy Radio is going to just give them a, a tiny little run for their money. We're going to give them, I mean, we're different. You know, they're LA, we're New York. Yeah. You know, it's, it's We're in their, a basement. They they do stuff in their house and at the yeah. John Lovitz Comedy Club. Well, of course. Yeah, we're, you know, not uh, attached to John Lovitz, but... And we're not famous, but no. we're adorable. We're oh, adorable. And okay, I you know what? Not famous yet. Not famous yet, but we will be after I go on their podcast <laughs> and talk about our podcast, Fuck hopefully. Yeah. So I I'm excited because Jen's a friend of mine. She's a really just good, cool fucking, just a tough chick uh, and a hot, hot lady who makes me think like, she's one of those ladies where I'm like, you know what? Maybe like, maybe I could, maybe I could be a mom one day too. Like maybe I could do it. Like just because, you know, she's so much her, she's so much her own person. Kevin's so much his own person. Like these are not people who... Uh, who gave up doing what they love or who censored themselves too much. I mean, I obviously, mm. I'm sure they censored themselves around their daughter, but, you know, these are, I, I, I guess, a, sort of my notion of, like, what a parent is is sometimes somebody who gives up everything for their kid, but as it turns out, you don't necessarily always have to do that. Anyway, I'm babbling. Uh, I don't know. Being, if, you, if you give up everything for your kid, I think that's the surefire way to resent your kid. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. Because they'll be like, I gave up everything for you. Yeah. Ah, but they just cool. they just have a neat thing, and their um their daughter is turning is turning twelve that weekend. So happy advanced birthday, Harley Quinn. Um, may you enjoy the, uh, your festivities. And uh, so yeah, so we'll be back. But we'll 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 do sex and other human activities before then, uh, many a time. And uh, so this has been great. And I am Sarah Benincasa. And I am Marcus Parks. And his dick is backed up, and my vagina <sighs> won't stop flowing. Yeah. Jerk off to that, British people. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> okay, okay. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wanking. That's, that's a good note to end on. Great note to end on.